0: hey shalom everyone and welcome back to by his grace marriage ministry podcast my name is amanda and welcome to this evening's episode so this evening's episode is going to be an introduction or an opening to a series that the father laid on my heart to go ahead and record and publish over the next i don't know if it'll be a few days or the next Week or how long it might take. I honestly don't even know how many episodes this series will be. So far, every series I've done in the podcast has usually been about three episodes, maybe four. I've never gone any more than that, and I don't know how long this one will be. But this is going to be an important series. Um, It may or may not have to do with marriage and family per se but it can definitely apply to that. So I'm going to be doing a series on boundaries, how we can set boundaries in our lives as believers. You know, I was at a season in my life where I felt that was I able to set boundaries when I was dealing with certain issues, like if I was dealing with loved ones who were, you know, um, displaying works of the flesh, right, and I'll get into that a little bit more here in just a little bit, you know, so like if I was dealing with someone who was very prideful or someone who was very narcissistic or someone who had jealousy or envy, you know, towards me or something like that, you know, how do I protect myself but still show these individuals love, right, So I don't know about any of you, but I have definitely gone through most of my life where I have had a lot of issues just coming up against loved ones who were still very much in the flesh and displaying a lot of uh, works of the flesh, so like pride or envy um, and just a lot of different things, you know, and I really struggled with how to protect myself and keep a healthy distance, but still be loving and, you know, show the love of the father to these individuals. And so I knew that number one, I needed to pray for them and I would, but I started to notice that sometimes, you know, no matter how much I prayed, these individuals just were not changing. And I wasn't always sure why that was. I know that YAH has a reason. But I just thought, okay, what do I do until these prayers are answered or until these individuals decide to change? How do I protect myself? You know, what's the answer? And I struggled with this so much because I wanted to be someone who exemplifies the love of the Messiah, the love of our Father, you know, but I just didn't know what to do because at the same time... I was constantly getting hurt and I was actually getting trapped in the same vicious cycle or pattern where you know I would um, be affected or afflicted by these individuals actions and behaviors. And then I would have to go through the process of forgiveness. And then once I went through the process of forgiveness, I would then end up falling back into the same trap with the same individuals or those individuals would manipulate me Um, in terms of manipulating their way back into my life and then the cycle would just start all over again and I just thought what do I do at this point you know and I remember crying out so much to to Yahuwah to help me with this like what do I do you know what does what do the scriptures say about these types of things you know and i just really struggled because unfortunately most of my life and even still today in some ways i still struggle with this and i'm still sadly dealing with these um, vicious cycles and it's just really really difficult so the father laid on my heart yesterday to do a series on boundaries how believers can set boundaries in these types of situations so um, I'm going to be addressing that. And to help me, I'm going to be reading from this fantastic book that I purchased um, a little over a year ago, I believe. Um, incredible book. It, it has um, scriptures, so it's faith-based. And I think that everybody could benefit from this book. I know that it's definitely helped me. Um, and it's just incredible. It's, I believe it's written by two doctors or psychologists who are believers, so it's faith-based and this is exactly what i was looking for i was like i know there's answers in the scriptures but i need something else like i need help with this you know and as i was you know talking about recently you know i really commend and honor people who um become therapists or counselors especially as believers um because it's important that we have the scriptures and you know Yah's word is that foundation right um But I just really commend that and find it honorable because we can help people who are dealing with these types of issues. So it's works of the flesh. It's also something that can really take a toll on somebody who's on the other side of these things. It can take a toll on you mentally, physically, emotionally, and even spiritually if you're not careful. So even though I'm talking about works of the flesh, and I will be sharing some scripture in regards to that, I'm mainly going to be focusing on what happens when you are someone that's on the other side of people who display these types of works of the flesh, you know? So I'm really going to be focusing on that. Of course, if you're someone that is struggling with uh, being in your flesh, um, if you're struggling with maybe pride, if you're struggling with jealousy or envy, if you're struggling with, you know, narcissism or manipulation or... You know, just things like that. Please know that number one, you know, you're walking in the flesh. And number two, it's a heart issue. These are these are issues of the heart and that's where the root is. And so if you're someone that's struggling with that, I would highly encourage you to pray. Um, just seek Yah and cry out to him and ask him to help you with these things, to deliver you from these things. If you know brothers or sisters or both that um you can trust and they can come together with you and lay hands and pray i would highly encourage that too so that you can break that off of you right because ultimately too these are spirits spirit of pride spirit of jealousy spirit of envy you know spirit of manipulation um there's all types, right? Spirit of anger, things like that. Um, even addictions. Addictions is a bondage. It's a form of bondage. bondage and um, it's a spirit as well. You know. So if you are someone that is struggling with these things, that's my advice and encouragement to you. Um, and you know, please feel free to email me if, if you need anything further or if there's some other way that I can try to help you. But the main focus of the series will be for those that are on the other side of, um, these issues and these works of the flesh. So people that are, you know, dealing with loved ones in their lives or even coworkers or whoever that it may be that are exhibiting these things. And it's really attacking you in a major way. So I'm gonna, um, be doing a series on that of boundaries. What are boundaries? What what does that look like? How can believers establish boundaries and things like that? All right. So I think it'll be a really good series. I pray that it will help other people who are going through this. Again, one of the main reasons why this is so close to my heart and why I feel the Father's leading me to do this is because I've been through this. I've lived this and I'm actually still sort of kind of going through it still, you know, unfortunately. So um, I definitely feel that this series, um, well, I hope, I shouldn't say definitely, but I hope that it will help others who are going through the same things. Okay, so with that being said, um, and again, this episode is just going to be kind of an intro or an opening for the series that will follow after this. But I want to go ahead and read from the scriptures. Um, I want to read from Galatians chapter 5 and I'm going to start at verse 16. And I am reading from the ISR translation, which just means there's a little more Hebrew in my translation. And I say, walk in the spirit and you shall not accomplish the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are opposed to each other so that you do not do what you desire to do. But if you were led by the spirit, you were not under Torah. And the works of the flesh are well known, which are these adultery, whoring, uncleanliness, indecency, idolatry, drug sorcery, hatred, quarrels, jealousies, fits of rage, selfish ambitions, decisions, factions, envy, murders, drunkenness, wild parties, and the like, of which I forewarn you, even as I also said before, that those who practice such as these shall not inherit the reign of Elohim, and then it goes on to talk about the fruits of the spirit. So for those of you who are new or just joining the podcast, I think in season five, I think in season five, I did a series on the fruits of the spirit in marriage. And then closing that series, I did an episode. The last episode was works of the flesh in marriage. So I went over these scriptures as well and how they would apply to marriage. Um, but, anyways, going back to the works of the flesh. So, as you can see, the list is a lot longer when it comes to the works of the flesh. Um, you know, as opposed to the fruits of the spirit only being, I think, nine. Um, there's definitely a lot more. And, you know, the sad thing is, is that many of us, and I'm not just talking about non-believers and the world and society, but many of us in the body struggle with these feelings and emotions. Okay. So for me, and I'm going to get a little personal here, um, but for me, most of my life, I struggled with being on the other side of jealousy and envy, um, narcissism, manipulation, gaslighting and pride. Um, These things run very strong in my family, as well as addictions and infidelity and things like that, all fleshly things, all things that are considered sin. In Yah's eyes, and so you can imagine that as I, um, you know, came into my personal relationship with Yah and my faith walk, as I learned about these things, as Yahuwah opened these eye or opened, sorry, opened my eyes to the struggles just in my my bloodlines alone, my family. Um, I really, really was praying to be broken away from those things and the generational curses and all those types of things because I really didn't want to pass that along to my children and so on and so forth. And I wanted to break free from it because to be honest with you, to be on the other side of those things, I mean, it drains you mentally and emotionally and physically. It is a horrible attack. It's, it's such a huge oppression, um, especially when it's with loved ones. And that's where it becomes really, really challenging, you know, especially with loved ones. And that's something that I've dealt with for most of my life. So, um, it's been a struggle for sure, but praise Yah, He's helped me get through it. He has delivered me and you know, well, for the most part, um, I'm still dealing with certain things, but He's been gracious in helping me to heal from a lot of the things that I had experienced in the past as well. So It's just challenging, you know, and I've heard of a lot of people having to deal with this, unfortunately, and um, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Now, again, you know, I'm sure that every single one of us at some point has felt some kind of emotion, whether it was, you know, jealousy or, you know, pride or just things like that, because at the end of the day, we're all human. And it does happen if we're not careful and, you know, keep our hearts in check and, you know, continue to read the word and just pray and have, yeah, search our hearts, you know, search our spirits to make sure that we're in alignment. You know, it's why it's so important that we walk in spirit and in truth, right? Or in the fruits of spirit. So the fruits of spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trustworthiness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law, right? So these are the things that we need to strive to be in daily, if at all possible. And again, I know that can be really hard. I know it can. Um, but it's what we are to strive to do. And it really is a part of righteousness as well. Um, so when we're dealing with works of the flesh, whether we're exhibiting these emotions and you know feelings or we're on the other side of it, we're up against, we're either um, in unrighteousness or we're up against unrighteousness. So either way you go, it's a challenge, right? Um, So of course, scripture talks a lot about these things. And believe it or not, just recently last year, um, I realized that a lot of scriptures like in Proverbs and other places of the Bible actually speak on narcissism as well. You know, and narcissism is like, it's such a huge thing. And when you are dealing with someone that is a narcissist, boy, can that be mentally draining and just really tough. Um, Just really, really difficult amongst other things. When you're dealing with someone or people that are very prideful, that is also a huge, huge challenge as well. Um, And of course, we know what scripture says about pride. We know how Yahuwah feels about pride. He hates it. You know, there's scripture in Proverbs that says... um, you know, pride before destruction, a healthy spirit before a fall, you know, so wherever pride is, destruction soon follows, you know, pride is just, it's a really, really terrible thing, Um, you know, and the opposite of pride is, of course, humility to be humble, and we know that much of this world is not humble, Um, and pride is just, you know, then, then comes bitterness as well, and just a lot of these things go hand in hand, and they are not good, And it's not good whether you are somebody that has these things because it can consume you. And it's not good if you are someone that's on the other side of these feelings, if you're dealing with somebody that has these emotions and these, you know, works of the flesh going on. So, but I wanted to share some other scripture. Um, It's in 1 Corinthians 13 because I think another really difficult one next to pride and bitterness and narcissism is jealousy jealousy and envy wow that is just such a hard thing to deal with not only does it consume you if you experience feelings of jealousy and envy towards others but if you are someone that's on the other side of somebody being jealous or envious towards you boy is that just so incredibly difficult my goodness see i i suffered from that from jealousy from pride and narcissism and manipulation. Um, I've been on the other side of those things for years. And I've also thrown in rejection. So I've I've been through this, and it, my goodness, has it taken a toll on me? It truly, truly has. Like feeling these things, being jealous, being prideful, being narcissistic, being angry, being bitter. Those things can consume a person and it's not good. But also being on the other side of that, wow, I mean, it's it's really hard. It's really, really challenging. But um I wanted to share some scripture real quick. You know, because the thing is Yahuwah is is an Elohim of love, right? He is love. And therefore when he created us, he created us in his image, which means that we are we are a people that are to love one another as well, right? Um, You know, like John says, love one another because he first loved you, right? Um, And so it's important, you know, that we care for one another, that we're compassionate, that we're loving. But unfortunately, we don't see that very much in our world, right? Because we live in a fallen world. Um, But look at what it says here. You know, I find this really interesting how this kind of connects. Um, So 1 Corinthians chapter 13, starting at verse 4, it says... Love is patient. Love is kind, right? So right there, there's already two fruits of spirit. Love does not envy. Love does not boast, is not puffed up, does not behave indecently, and does not seek its own, is not provoked, reckons not the evil, does not rejoice over the unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It covers all, believes all, expects all, endures all. Love never fails, and whether there he prophesies, or i and whether there be prophecies, they shall be inactive. Or tongues they shall cease, or knowledge it shall be inactive. And then I'll skip down towards the very last verse, verse 13. It says, "And now belief, expectation, and love remain; these three, but the greatest of these is love." So. You know, and it's it's interesting how it mentions a combination of things, but it says that love does not envy. You know, and the thing is, like I was saying earlier, is that when we feel these things as as human beings, when we feel envy or jealousy or pride or bitterness or anger or any of those things, right, it's a heart issue. And when we are in these things, we can't really show love, can we? You know? So when when somebody is feeling these feelings, if they don't take care of it, if they don't seek the Father and pray about these things, it will consume them. And the sadder thing is, is that as it consumes them, whoever's around them, whoever they're connected to, those people will be oppressed by how this person feels or how this person is behaving. And I'm telling you, being on the other side... I mean, being consumed by these things is bad. But being on the other side of it, brothers and sisters, is even worse. I know because I've been through it and I'm still more or less going through it. You know, it's, it's a disease. It's something that just spreads like wildfire. You know, and that's why too that I've always said you know, when it comes to social media, and I mention social media a lot, social media platforms, because it's huge today, right? Like, that's what our lives are all about, basically, right? It's technology and being online and, you know, all of this virtual stuff and social media. And this is why I've always warned and and encouraged to not share so much about your life on social media, to be really as private as you can be. You know, the sad truth is, is that social media can be a platform for so many things. You know, it has its benefits, I suppose, but it has a lot more negatives than it does positives. You know, for example, people that get on social media, a lot of times they're not even being honest. A lot of times they're they're putting up a front or they're saying their life is this way. And really, in reality, it's it's another way. Um, A lot of people use social media to boast about their their lives and what's going on in their lives, you know? It's really a, a pride thing or an insecurity thing. And then, you know, the other thing is that when people get on social media, they begin to compare their lives with everybody else's that they're seeing on there. That's not good because that can breed jealousy, that can breed envy, that can breed insecurities, that can breed depression and anxiety. You know? I mean, when you think about it, social media does more bad than it does good, you know. And this was another reason why for the longest time I deactivated my social media account because I didn't want to risk anything. I didn't want to take that chance. You know, I'm definitely not somebody that even if I had my social media, I would hardly ever put my life on there. I really used it more for my ministry. But I was like, there's no way that I'm going to put my life on there for people to either be jealous of me or give me the evil eye or, you know, whatever. Or, you know, for me to be on there and start comparing my life with other people and start questioning things or, you know, questioning the father. I just feel that social media is just not a very good thing. You know, I, I really don't prefer it. I feel that it that these social media platforms like YouTube and things like that can have benefits and can be good for some people. Um, And if that's how the father wants to help them, you know, grow their ministry or spread the word or whatever that it is, then so be it. But this is why I always encourage and urge people to be private about their lives on social media and to really just use discernment and be careful, use caution on these social media platforms. Why? Because it can bring about a lot of the works of the flesh, you know? And then when we look at other, other examples, people who are in addictions, right? Um, these are also works of the flesh, you know, wild parties, um, you know, sexual sin, you know, all of these things are all works of the flesh, you know? And so, again, what happens when you're on the other side of that? It's hard, you know? It is extremely, extremely difficult. You know, and the thing is, is that when we are dealing with these things, the first thing that we should be doing is praying for these individuals as hard as it can be, especially if these individuals are hurting you, you know, because believe me, I lived through this. This was very hard for me. I would get stuck in the same cycle, the same pattern over and over and over. And let me tell you something. There's a saying that says the more times you do it, the easier it gets. That is not at all true when it comes to forgiving people. Because I have had to forgive the same people over and over and over and every time it was even harder. Because I was more hurt and I felt more stupid because I fell in the same trap. And now here I am all over again hurt and now having to forgive all over again. Forgiving is not easy. So in this case, it's not true. It doesn't get easier the more times you have to do it. It's extremely difficult. Very, very, very hard. And it really takes a toll on you. But what it taught me was to pray a lot more. So the first thing that we need to do is pray for these individuals, right? As hard as it might be. You know, I know sometimes if people are treating you poorly, you may not feel so much like praying for them. But we need to pray for them. And then the next thing is, you know, leaving it in Yah's hands. But while we wait to see how Yah answers those prayers, we need to set boundaries, And that's why I'm going to do this series called Boundaries. I want to try to help people who are either going through this or have and maybe you're still trying to heal or what do you do if you ever face it again? Because more than likely, we will come across people that are either very prideful or arrogant or we may come across people who are jealous of us or envious of us. We may come across people who are narcissists. I mean, narcissists is more common than people think. I mean, I'm telling you, even the scriptures talk about narcissists and it's just, it blew my mind because I was like, wow, I didn't even realize that this is what they were talking about, you know? So all these things are common and at some point throughout our lives, we're going to come across this. And so it's important that we can safeguard ourselves and our families and so on by placing boundaries. And as a believer, I used to really struggle with how to do this. And like, you know, because I used to think if I stop talking to this person, if I, you know, stay away, what am I showing that person? Am I showing love or hate? You know, am I showing love or indifference? Am I, you know, am I handling this in the way that will honor the father? And that was my biggest thing because I didn't want these people to know that or, I mean, I want them to know, but I didn't want them to see me and say, oh, okay, she she proclaims to be a follower of Yah, you know, this, that, and the next thing. But yet, look at how she's acting and behaving. She's ignoring us. She's, you know, staying away from us and things like that. I didn't want people to see that in a negative light. Because oftentimes, especially when you're dealing with people who are jealous or prideful or manipulative or, or narcissistic, Oftentimes they don't see their wrongdoing. They don't see the error of their ways. So even more so, they're going to look at you like, oh, you know, she's just being stuck up or being holier than thou or, you know. And so I was really trying to figure out how do I go about this, protect myself, safeguard myself, but still show love to these people. And I really struggled with this until I came across this book and it helped me so, so much. And the fact that it was faith-based and had scriptures implemented in there, that's what I really was praying for, because I really wanted to do this in a way that was going to honor the Father, you know? So that's what this series is going to be about. Again, this episode is just kind of an introduction or opening to this series, just to let you all know, this is what's getting ready to come. Um, I don't know how many episodes it'll be. Maybe it'll be three, maybe it'll be four, might be a little bit more. It just depends on exactly what the rewalk leads me to read from this book. Um, and of course, reading from a book always takes a little more time as well. So might be a little bit of a lengthy, lengthy series, and then again, maybe not. Um, but I just want to let you know that that's what's going to be coming up. Um, I'm going to try to do it as consistent as possible. I do have a busy next week or two ahead. I've got also some really difficult things coming up. So I could really use some prayers. If you all feel led to pray for me, I would really appreciate if you can keep me in your prayers. It's going to be a rough next couple of weeks. This month is just not the best of months. It's a really difficult one for me. Um, Really difficult season. So, but anyways, amidst all of that and through all of that, Yah is calling me to, you know, focus and deliver these words. So, I want to be obedient to that and do that, um, you know, despite what I'm walking through right now. I really want to just take my my mind and my focus off of my problems and just focus on helping other people right now. So with that being said, again, please feel free to email me with any questions or concerns um, or prayer requests that you may have. Again, I will not be resuming counseling until probably towards the end of the month possibly the beginning of october just depending on how this month goes and i'm just really trying to give myself some time to just really get myself together i want to be there for people 100% when i'm doing counseling it's only fair and only right so i want to make sure i'm 100% before i continue that back up so just to let y'all know and i will make an announcement when i will be resuming um or just offering counseling i guess i should say um, also after the series, y'all willing, I do have some other words that I have already wrote, wrote down that y'all wants me to share. So be on the lookout for those as well. Again, this season is a combination. It's not just focused on marriage and family in this season. It's a combination of different things that the father is leading me to do. Praise y'all. So, all right, I guess I will wrap up this word with that. Um, Again, I, I pray that the series coming up will be a blessing and helpful and uh, a source of encouragement to those that, you know, this applies to or or maybe just um, in case, unfortunately, you ever do come across it. Um, I'll also be giving it inf- for more information on the book that I will be reading from and using in case any of you are interested in purchasing it for yourselves, which I highly recommend you do. It also comes with a workbook as well. So, um, yeah. So stay tuned for that, brothers and sisters. We're already at the end of the week, pretty much. I'm looking forward to the Sabbath again. It's been a long, hectic week and I'm looking forward to that day of rest. But I may do an episode on that day. I don't know yet what it's going to look like with the series but it will definitely be coming up soon. So be on the lookout for that, brothers, sisters. In the meantime, any questions, concerns, prayer requests, please feel free to email me. And if you feel led, please keep me in your prayers as well. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will talk with you in my next episodes. Shalom.